0: You're listening to Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts Season 5, Episode 8, titled Crossing Unions Part 3. Bill, we crossed more unions, and a lot happened in this particular half hour.
1: It really did. I mean, this was epic, Yes. kind of, to say it.
0: What um, a huge shocker that you wouldn't think would be on an exclusive, because... <clears throat> it's mentioned in the video from Everglow that <clears throat> that this was actually the ending to the old Japanese uh, game. Yeah. And it's interesting that they put so much lore in something so niche. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not a console game for worldwide release. Right. I mean, granted, it was released on the phone eventually worldwide as Union Cross, which we're covering,
1: mm-hmm. but...
0: um. Let's just get right to it. Bill, okay, so why don't you start describing what we, what we watched this half hour? Okay, so basically, for the
1: majority of the half hour, it is the Keyblade War. Like, we're setting it up, or we're close to like getting it all set up. And then the execution gets pulled off in the end of the war happening, but we'll get to that in a, yes. in a couple of minutes. So, um, our main character hat is sleeping again, but this time not only is his charity there, but the girl whose name is skull mm-hmm. is also there. And I guess they were there to make sure that, nothing terrible happened to right.
0: him. Yeah, basically and, Everglow was worried about or Ever Everglow slash the player character Yeah was worried about Ephemer. Mm-hmm. And then they went to go set to look out for Gula. Right. And
1: during this they they do pet master Ava, but it's very brief mm-hmm. because she's looking for somebody. Right. And they, you know, it's almost like, in a way, like their last interaction with her. Yeah. Without them not even knowing that it's their last interaction. So, at one point, they pass the dark charity. Mm -hmm. And he explains that. Everglow's charity is using his darkness, and what I mean by his, I mean the player, his
0: darkness to power him. Right. So I just want to rewind a little bit because I want to go into the Lushu and Ava stuff from before that. Mm-hmm. So eventually we get a scene with Luciu and Ava, and Luciu says the world has to end... And then he will go on to, and he will go on to the next world. Yeah. Um, Ava asks if Luciu was the traitor, and you know, then we start the Keyblade War a little bit. Ghoulis says what's on the le- the lost page apparently. I have that written down as a note. Mm-hmm. And Luciu questions the the master of masters, um, and the page basically says that a bell signals the Keyblade War start. Yeah. And Ava and Luxu fight, and the bell tolls. And then we kind of go back to Everglow and Chirithi, and Dark Chirithi appears. And like you said, we learn that there's dark energy in the player character, and Dark Chirithi confesses that the bangle that players are given collects dark energy. Uh, and the dark the, the bangles were given like way in the beginning of this. It was, I believe in our first part where uh, they, the player gets a bangle and then you see after the charity leaves, you see another charityro come in and mm-hmm. they're like, what what had just happened there? right. So that was where the player character got the dark energy and we find out Dark the is born from the player's darkness. Yeah, you could pick the pick it up from here, from there. So, the player has a
1: battle with spirits of the heartless. I don't. know. It's kind of hard to say what they really so, are.
0: So, so I'll explain it to you. So they're darklings, okay. and Dark Chirithi says those are Keyblade wielders that fell to darkness. That's who they are. They're, I guess, they're the ones that also got the bangles, and then they got mm-hmm. so entrenched with, because when you first see them, they they say like lux, like zombies, kind of like,
1: yeah,
0: and because that's that's what the, you know, the unions were doing. They correct, collected lux, and yeah. so their dark mode is still has that as their goal, mm-hmm. and so. Yeah, you fight the Darklings and um and, and which also turns into a Dark Charity fight surprisingly.
1: It does. Yeah, and the Dark Charity looks pretty intimidating. Yes. So you beat Dark Charity and Dark Charity goes away. You didn't necessarily kill it. But you kind of just like you, you just beat them. For the time being. Like, he'll come back. But for now, you've beaten him. Right. And then we get to the actual Keyblade War. And what I found interesting was how the main player, when he first arrives, he wakes up. It's like he's waking up from his sleep. Right. And he sees all these keyblades surrounding him. And it's like he has no idea what's going on. Mm -hmm. So then he, in a a later scene, comes back and he's got – A suit of armor on i guess we could say it's a suit of armor
0: yeah that's fair
1: and he's about ready to fight a set and what happens is and it's told in the video yeah is that you face each of the five leaders of the union's well, except and, for the one well, that you the, joined, I believe. Yeah, with the exception
0: of one person. And that's Ava. In But wait, to be clear, though, in this case, so it, it it's whoever's... You, I t- remember I told you at the beginning of this game, there's five unions and you have to choose to be part of one. Right. So if you chose Gula's union, Gula would be in the Ava spot. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, yeah. And And
1: while this is going on... You know, we have this big, massive war that's happening.
0: And one thing I I want to point out that I really liked in in rewatching this that they show is... Because the player eventually fights, um, you know, other union leaders as well. Mm -hmm. And as the scene keeps going on, what happens is you start seeing, like, hearts go up to the sky, which is a symbolism of, in this game series, of someone dying, basically... Yeah. And there's even
1: a point where the character the main character sees one single heart go up and he's like No Not probably doesn't even know who it is. Right. Doesn't even matter, but it's like No. What you know what's happening? So Eventually, the war ends. Mm-hmm. And here's our player laid out on the ground. Yeah. Scold comes to check on him. Right. And he does wake up. And then here comes Ephemer.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Ephemer comes back. And it's almost like... We have this kind of a happy ending, even though we just had this war happen. Right. A lot of a lot of, a lot
0: of, a lot of dead kids out there right now.
1: Yeah. So, and, and I, and I thought after watching it, I'm like, okay, this was like, this would, if it's a chapter, this is a good way to end the chapter. Because... Right. You have the main player back with Ephemer. And Scold is there. So you have the three... Well, actually the four if you count the uh, Jirithy as well. Right. So you have the four main characters. There. And then... There's a twist. And it's explained wonderfully. Yeah. So what happens is... All the dandelions get taken to a, a completely different place.
0: Well, they, that, the, it's the new world. Because remember, the, yeah. the Keyblade War, the purpose of it, according to the Master of Masters, was this world is going to end and darkness will prevail So, and then a new world will be made out of it. The way I got the whole Union Cross thing is that at this point, worlds aren't split up in right. this because this is I both um in fact I know this is the earliest that we've seen in the Kingdom Hearts saga like timeline wise. Mm-hmm. So now they're in this new world that the Dandelions had to be part of, to because that's what they were supposed to do. You know they right. they have to preserve the world by surviving. So go ahead. So one of the things.
1: That the cherithies and I think it was also the new, wasn't it like new governors or wielders?
0: Well, yeah, the, they. Foretellers. The, the, I think it was the more new foretellers, tellers, just like how there are five foretellers at the beginning of this, you know, not including Luciu and the Master of Masters. There's right. five main people that have to carry on the uh, uh, the future, I guess you would yeah. say. And what they're
1: told in a way is to basically erase the memories mm-hmm. of all the dandelions so they do not remember the Keyblade war. Correct And like it's like you can erase it but it's got to go to like a certain extent
0: mm-hmm.
1: And then we see our our main player, wakes up and i'm and i'm looking at the background and i'm like this looks familiar yeah so they go on you know chirthy and everglow go on and they have a little talk and then they see this bush of thorns blocking their way and it's like oh you know we'll go back to where we were or you know yeah go back where we were and
0: we'll go from, you know, we'll go another way. Right, yeah, like, Chirity's kind of like, all right, looks like this road's a no-go, so let's uh, go somewhere else. Because Chirity's also in the position where he's trying, trying to make the player forget that the Keyblade War even happened. So, because his dialogue's kind of like, if I were to try to distract you from going in to a surprise birthday party, that's for you. Like, I'd be like... Oh, Bill, wait, we got to go get something from the car. Here, come on, you got to come with me. Mm-hmm. Even though I could probably go myself and get it, and it's probably not even real. Right. You know, like that's right. kind of how the is right now. And then then we get something. We get Boy, the we Raven. Need a curveball. I would love to know your thoughts when you saw this happen. Go ahead. I want to know well, what happened, and I want to know your thoughts on it when it happened. Okay. So during their talk. We see a crow flying over
1: them. And my first thought was, okay, it's just a completely put-in random crow. Mm -hmm. A raven, whatever. It was a crow. Yeah. On the other side is Maleficent. And she, she talks about, I guess, her most recent fight with Sora...
0: Well, that was the thing. So at first, when I remember when I watched it. Here, let me give you my little backstory real quick on when yeah. I watched it.
1: Yeah, I'd like to hear that. So
0: this. I'm like, okay, cool. So I guess this is what we're doing for... I was like, so I guess this game isn't over because remember, Union Cross was a game that survived for years. Hell, I think it goes past Kingdom Hearts 3. I'm almost yeah. sure about that. But they would only give you a little bit of story. So, But when the game first began... When they got to this section and the Keyblade War and everything, I was like, okay, I guess this, the end of the game is here. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, oh, we get the dream stuff, like oh that the player character has to think it's a dream. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, so I guess this this game isn't done yet. So I guess this is another another chapter or another story arc that they're gonna do. So then I see the Raven go up, and I know it's. I knew that it was Maleficent's Raven. Yeah. And I was like, okay, fine. I've been fighting in Disney worlds anyway, Like, but apparently these Disney worlds are just made of data, so they don't really matter. They're based on worlds that, as the game tells you, they're worlds that have yet to form or something like that. Um, you didn't see them at all on your thing because, quite frankly, a lot of them, it, nothing matters there. Yeah. Nothing... Get Cinderella out of the the attic so she can go to the ball. The same mm-hmm. thing happens every time when that happens. Like, you know what's going to happen there. So that's why a lot of it was cut off. So I'm yeah. thinking the Maleficent thing is like, oh, is it just Male- Dana Maleficent here uh, with the Raven? And then she drops the line. Uh, something like, um, I'm sure... <laughs> Surely there's no way Sora and his friends can mess with me here. And I'm like, what? Yeah. This just
1: came out of left field. So you had... So what they did was they took another story from another game and put it in this
0: one. Right. She... Because she mentions if like it's so because like, you know that she knows who Sora is and the fact that she hasn't her wordings like she encountered them, so I'm like, you know when I played the ratio, I'm like, how is this happening? How is she here right now in the what I'm thinking is the earliest timeline of the series. Yeah, what were your thoughts going through your head when she dropped all of that? My first thought was why
1: like in in a shocked way, like why is she in the game? I did not expect this to happen mm-hmm. And then she talks about Sora and I'm like, wait a minute, are we gonna get Sora in them in the game now? So it's kind of like I said, you took you took a story from a previous game and you put it in another game to basically continue a story that I thought had ended at least on two or three separate occasions in this (laughs) podcast. Yes. This is almost becoming the Hatfields and the McCoys, except it's Sora and Maleficent.
0: Right. And so I think there's a little thing that Everglow puts after that too. Where he does say he's like somehow Maleficent time traveled, yeah, which, which has to be the case again because she mentioned Sora, and if you know if that were to happen, it's weird because we do get we did touch a little bit on time travel in the last Dream Drop Distance episode. Mm-hmm. If you remember when we were watching the um, the Zaynort stuff and Sora was going back to the island and Zaynort's explaining to him. That, uh, in order to time travel, you have to leave your body in one place and the other place has to have a point of origin. So it's not like this is the first time that it's been bought up, but it's just yeah. very, very unexpected that this is where you're going to bring up time travel with yeah. Maleficent of all people. Mm-hmm. I think I that mean, ended I would... the half hour,
1: right? Yeah, that was quite a half hour. Like, I would have never, like, I wouldn't have put Maleficent and time-traveling
0: together. No, absolutely not. Not a chance. So overall, I mean, we're I, I, I would say give me theories and predictions, but this ends pretty much at, like, a very open-ended situation, I would yeah. say. Mm-hmm. But we know based on the length of the video, that it's nowhere close to being over. Exactly. Now, next episode, we're not going to do Union Cross. We're actually going to finish up uh, Kingdom Hearts 3D. Mm-hmm. But in the meantime, you know these are usually Union Cross episodes are usually shorter, so I'm going to throw this in on this episode. We're going to watch another trailer previewing Kingdom Hearts 3 that uh, I picked out for Bill. Uh, in right. fact, let me share my screen with him. And this is going to be from D23 Expo 2018. Now, I am going to preface this first, Bill. Uh, I okay. believe the voice acting was is in Japanese. Okay. So you, there are going to be subtitles, but again, this was very, not very early in development, but... Let me put, tell you, the the reason I chose this trailer, and I think when people hear that I'm going to have you watch D23 Expo 2018, they know exactly why, because this was arguably the trailer that was the most hyped around this time mm-hmm. for various reasons. So let's get into this, the trailer for Kingdom Hearts 3 from D23. All right. All right, so... Let's make sure you can see it. You can see my screen, right? I can see it. All right, let's make sure you're able to hear things. Well, I don't know if that's... There we go. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry. Damn, this is the wrong one. (laughs) Nice. All right, Bill, you got to buy me some time.
1: Okay, so um, this has been... You know what? I was really entertained with the half hour that I watched, and of looking forward to seeing the next part in that when we get back to it so um just a lot of fun to watch that one today like i was honestly i was almost on the edge of my seat watching
0: right i'm okay, wondering i, I think I, I think i'm ready for you here so let me just share screens we're gonna get right into it i m- might even hear it on my side actually already Okay. Oops. Oop. Can you see it? Yep. I can see it. Okay, great. So, again, this was the one from D23. Uh, I I guess I got the wrong year. It might have been 2017 or 16. I'll have to look Mm -hmm. right after because I don't want to uh, spoil anything for you here. All these words. We were like, what are these words that they're trying to show us here? Right.
1: Letter, letter, letter. I say, look,
0: we're in Olympus. I don't I don't know if you saw that one already.
1: Oh yeah, okay, now I do. Yeah, I see Hercules. This is
0: what the letter said, by the way. <sighs> Andy's room.
1: <laughs> oh, I love it.
0: I love Japanese goofy voice. Hmm. So as you can imagine, though, this was one of the possibly top requested worlds of ever in the series. People wanted Toy Story so bad. Oh,
1: do
0: you <laughs> Are this I think one of the things that made
1: this, by the way,
0: is the fact that
1: they gave a
0: lot of storyline in this trailer. Yeah, they do. i that not going to get the you can see Woody and Buzz on the bottom right. Mm-hmm. So, which which was interesting at the time, because this was the first time in the series that you had two other... That you could have all of them with you. Like, if you remember in, like, Kingdom Hearts, like, you know, one and two, I think, you can only... You had to either switch out Donald and Goofy for one of the others. Right. showing Son of Sora's moves that he could do.
1: Well, there goes that front yard.
0: Then they show some of Galaxy Toys inside. You can ride this mech.
1: A lot better than Al's toy barn, that's for sure. <laughs>
0: I definitely am a bit afraid of the toy story. Hall. Mm-hmm. Right, there was the. Toy Story trailer coming 2018 that never happened it was like 2019 it came out (laughs) not that far off but still right all right so what did you think like I said that was at that time one of the more hype the most hype trailers
1: that might have been the best trailer up to this point
0: and they're gonna get I think probably two more at some point this season before we head into the next season of Kingdom Hearts 3 um, but yeah, so I just, it, it's, there were rumors back in, uh, well, back around Kingdom Hearts 1, mm-hmm. that Toy Story was a dropped world, actually. Wow. Um, supposedly pe- people were able to hack into the Kingdom Hearts 1 trailer, not trailer, the Kingdom Hearts 1 game and like dig around, mm-hmm. and they saw models for what looked to be at that time Al's Toy Barn and some renders of Buzz and Woody. Mm-hmm. So that lead led, made people believe that there was a plan, in Ke- as early as Kingdom Hearts 1, to put it in. Why they didn't, I don't think we were ever really going to get an answer to. Yeah. but But now here they are. The people finally get their wish, and Toy Story is definitely, at that time, one of the most, you know, like, oh, when are we getting Toy Story? Actually, in general, it was when are we getting Pixar? too. That was a big thing, too. So, what did you think?
1: I really enjoyed that. I'm looking forward to the Toy Story world when we get there. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be one of my favorite worlds that we cover.
0: Right. Uh, So, any final thoughts and predictions before we um, head out of here? I
1: think there is a chance that in the Union Cross video, we do see SOAR. Okay. I don't know when, but I think it's going to happen at some point. Okay. All right. Well, tell people where they can find you, and then let's head out of here. All right. You all can find me on Twitter at House of Bill, and find me on Instagram, MrBilliam85.
0: And as for me, you can find me at That's Podcasting on Twitter and Instagram, and that's podcasting.com We'll catch you next time with some more Bill Learns Kingdom Hearts.